0: The <laughs> I'm WSB's Eric Erickson, as you listen to my friends Rush and Sean, know that the WSB 24-Hour Breaking News Center is hard at work. At work. Whatever and wherever there's breaking news, breaking. severe weather, or traffic red alert, the WSB 24-Hour Breaking News Center will not hesitate to break in. Depend on it. Sean Hannity The new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. Now it's time for Jamie Dupree. The most connected man in DC on the Sean Hannity Show. He's the most connected man in Washington, D. C. All right, I want to ask you a question totally not related to your city or DC. All you, right. Have you been following this prison break issue and at all?
1: I, I mean some, not not as closely as I'd like to, but yes, some. And I, there was I, some weird uh, thing that just happened where they said that the the getaway car, that the driver had a panic attack
0: or something like that and didn't yeah, show uh, up. Well apparently the female prison worker being questioned in connection with this yeah, well, she had a panic attack, which is why she wasn't able to talk to, I guess, the the prison people for the for a certain number of times. But anyway, uh, she worked at the facility since twenty ten. Was interviewed by investigators after a panic attack. Attack I guess went away, and they got a on how they got a hold of the power tools they needed, and they cut through the steel wall, broke through bricks, crawled through a steam pipe. Then emerge from a manhole outside the prison ground. It's just—have you ever watched Shawshank Redemption? Oh yeah, it's a—it's exactly like that, basically. Yeah. It's
1: just like Shawshank Wouldn't Redemption. would you think that somebody would have heard the noise inside the compound?
0: Exa- I mean, you have prison guards that work overnight. What were they sleeping that night? I mean, it's not
1: like you're going to hear a, a a lot of uh, heavy uh, duty equipment being used or anything. So
0: yes, exactly. You know, I don't worry. Everything's okay in here. You know, everything's all right. It just, it's just bizarre to me. Maybe maybe they let the prisoners watch TV at night, but I don't think I so. Don't know. Uh, we have a lot of Hillary news today. Did you see the Washington Post that um, black voters are not that enthusiastic about Hillary Clinton? Now, that was a story from
1: Jacksonville, if I remember correctly. And, you know, that's one of the things we talked about the last few days is that can she can she excite that coalition? And I would assume that there would have to be some drop off in African American voters simply because it'd be a different situation with Hillary Clinton the nominee. It's uh, a
0: but, 16% drop off. That's yeah, huge.
1: And and it could make it could be a very big deal. You know, that's I think that's one reason why the Clinton people are trying to in a sense over themselves right now and to get out in contact as many of those people already and almost act like it is june of 2016 instead of june of 2015 but certainly the the motivational part of this i mean what have we seen in the last few years 2008 the democrats were the ones who are motivated uh 2010 it was the republicans and the big tea party vote 2012 the democrats were more motivated 2014 it was the republicans who were more motivated you know, and and that with as polarized as this nation is politically, that extra motivation can often be just that little itty bitty edge that pushes you over the top. I mean, yesterday you had uh, uh, given me a heads up on some people to watch in Virginia and the Virginia GOP did a little better yesterday than the Tea Party and in, in some of those state legislative elections. Maybe if that had been a, a race back in 2010 it might have been a little different simply because of the energy that was there at the time for the Tea Party.
0: But do you know so, what, but you know how angry conservatives are today over the fact that Republicans are helping on this Obama trade deal and that they're not letting hey, hey, look, we've gone through this, this is and, and everybody will tell you this is about process, this is about procedure. Then why are they locking it up in a room and nobody can take pictures of it or, or even write down the text of the bill that allows this? Now there was a couple of articles out today. Yeah, that's, wait a second, I got to stop you there because that's that's not the bill they're voting on. More Republicans are opposed to the Obama trade bill in the House because they feel they have not been found that they, they feel that this is giving them too much authority. In other words, let me put it this way: They're well, coming out fine, in opposition to Obama trade the tr- the trade promotion authority, which would fast track the Trans Pacific Partnership, because the House leadership is pushing it through. And they're saying that they feel that there are things inside the second bill that would be easier to pass if, in fact, they grant the authority. The only thing that happens after they pass this bill, if
1: they do... You fast-track it, is that it comes to the floor and no amendments are allowed.
0: That's correct. And That's Republicans, the only thing. And so what they're doing is they're going to actually look in the secret room of the Trans-Pacific Partnership, and what they feel is happening is that there are things in that bill that the reason they need the fast track so quickly and they're they're fighting for it is because they feel that they're pushing things through that would never get through if they were allowed the amendments. Okay, but you still get to vote on that. Yeah, but that's the problem. I mean, it's a fast track now. At that point, they don't they don't allow you to have any amendments that would change the bill, and then they get their arms twisted and they're thinking ahead. I think it's actually well, very. You can smart. still vote no. You can still vote no, but again, then you have the leadership rather than making a bill better. That option is then gone. Well, that's what they did in the Bush administration. That's what they've done before in Republican and Democratic administrations. Know what, so you they- know what the problem is. And this is the UN is accusing the Obama administration of covering up Iranian cheating. Now, now, how is that related, you might ask yourself? I would ask myself, how is that related to the trade bill? It's, yes. re- it's related, and this is not the Bush administration. I don't trust the Obama administration.
1: Oh, sure, and I've talked to a lot of Republicans in the last few days. I stayed late last night and talked to a number of Republicans who said that's exactly what they're hearing from back home is that people don't trust Uh, The Obama administration. Uh, I talked to members who voted for trade promotion authority back in the Bush administration when I think it got through by just a handful of votes, if I remember correctly, in the House back then. And there were many of the same worries. Uh, But uh, as of right now, I just sort of get the sense... That maybe it's there's there's more votes to play play here maybe than uh, than we're thinking. That maybe the uh, the people who are in support of it have a bit more in their pocket than maybe the opponents. But we'll have to see. The Democrats certainly not many of them are going to be on board with the president. It's a sort of upside down thing. But in the end, nothing gets approved in this vote on any trade deal. You still have to bring the trade deal before Congress, just like you would have to in any other case. But it's fast tracked without amendments. Well, yeah, but I mean, you—how could you have a trade bill that has amendments? I mean, you could have five hundred amendments. and then you have to renegotiate re- it.
0: Well, at that point, then—but you, you can still vote no. They, see, that's—I I got it. I, you I, can vote it up or down. But here's you and I both know the reality of what happens in those situations. Now, think about this: that the bill comes in its form. There's no room for amendments to change it to make it better or take out a provision that is particularly bad. And then the leadership starts with, oh, you want this in your district or you want some support and you want us to raise some money for your campaign next time. And, And then the pressure builds where it's a lot easier for members, in my opinion, if they have the opportunity to vote for amendments and then get it to be better and then vote on it. That is
1: possible, uh, but you still have the vote. I think there's a lot of people who keep telling me that it's all over with this vote. I would say that's just not the case. So at this point in time, they're trying to have the vote on Friday in the House of Representatives. Seems like the that's where we're headed, but we'll have to just wait and see.
0: All right. Now, here's the worst news of the day. The U.N. has accused the administration of covering up Iranian cheating. Now, think about this for a minute. This was in the Weekly Standard today. Um Iran's cheating during these negotiations, we discovered they had a facility they had not previously disclosed. We know they're the number one state sponsor of terror. They've said during these negotiations the destruction of Israel is non-negotiable, and they've chanted death to America. As a matter of fact, there's another article out just today uh, where, once again, Iran's Ayatollah, U.S. and Israel support the Islamic State, and they started chanting death to America, death to England, death to Israel. All right. So the president goes forward. Now a U.N. panel says the White House and other Western governments neglected to report Iranian violations of the sanctions regime. And the current situation with reporting could reflect a general reduction of procurement activities by the Iranian side. In other words, add to that the 20 percent increase in in fuel that the New York Times exposed last week. And you got why are they still negotiating with these people?
1: Yeah, Yeah, and, and I find it interesting. We haven't heard very much about the negotiations in recent weeks at all. And, uh, you know, we're getting down to what uh, we only got about 20 days uh, in which to to go to the end of the month. And there's been some rumblings out there that maybe that deadline might be blown through. We'll have to see.
0: Yeah. And on top of that, there's a big fight now going on. The Washington Free Beacon had this story today about how Obama and the administration will not declare Jerusalem Israel's capital. Why would they do that?
1: Oh, that's been going on for a long time. That was uh, the the subject of that uh, Supreme Court ruling on Monday where they struck down a law that had been approved in 2002. It was signed into law by President Bush, but even he wrote a signing statement at the time that said that, uh, uh, that it really ran against the executive's power to decide what to do on that Jerusalem issue. It's basically because Jerusalem is claimed by both the Israelis and the Palestinians and there's always been this weird diplomatic dance to avoid making it the uh, you know the central capital in a sense of Israel and that's why they they, they didn't want to have these Americans put that on their birth on their passport as their place of birth. And even though it sort of defies common sense because people born there can still get Israeli citizenship, that was that what that stemmed from. If you go back, there's a two thousand two signing statement by President Bush that addressed exactly that.
0: Let's go to the uh, the EPA announcement. They're now going to, what, regulate emissions? Is that the, the latest
1: thing that they're planning? Emissions from airplanes. Not just emissions, but emissions from airplanes, Was evidently. That- and a lot of Republicans today just threw up their hands as if to say we should be talking more about airline security right now and the problems there at the TSA than talking about what's coming out of the tailpipe of a passenger jet. Yeah, it was all the, the Republicans greeted that announcement. I I think at first they thought it might have been an onion article more than anything else, but yeah, that is the latest thing on from the EPA on climate change is that they're going to move to regulate emissions from airplanes, saying that that could be more of an issue as well. You no, know,
0: I have I have numbers. Do you know how many government regulations, the EPA alone has issued since Obama took office. Do you have any idea? I I can only imagine. It's a lot, yes. 3,373 new regulations, 29,770 pages in the Federal Register, nearly 30 million words, and according to CNS News, these EPA regulations contain 23 times as many pages as the Bible and 46 times as many words and... And by comparison, 6,552 times as many words as the Constitution. There was uh,
1: actually a case yesterday that went in favor of the Obama administration. There was an effort to stop some new EPA climate uh, pollution rules, but they hadn't even been finalized yet. And the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals panel basically said until they're final, it's too early for the courts to get involved. Unbelievable. Uh, What's up with this nominee for the nominee for the TSA chief? Yeah, he was up here today. Remember, yesterday we had uh, the inspector general and these whistleblowers up who described a variety of problems that they said were security vulnerabilities inside of airport security. He said today to a Senate committee he found those disturbing and vowed a full review if he's confirmed, and I think he probably will be confirmed over the next few weeks. But it's uh, there. There were several senators. Ron Johnson of uh, the Republican from Wisconsin was one of them who said he's worried that the TSA airport checks have become what he called security theater. That Uh, The inspector general simply says after spending billions of dollars in the aftermath of 9-11 until now, that the TSA really is not able, based on these stories, remember, that broke last week about the undercover efforts to check on them, that they're not able to stop 95 percent. Of weapons and other uh, banned items that could be made into explosives on a plane. There was an interesting. You travel a lot, Sean, and probably a lot of our listeners do too. You know, sometimes you go through the metal detector. Sometimes you go through that machine where you hold your hands over the head and it whirs around you, and they, you know, they check you out that way. Yeah. And there were lawmakers who said, you know what? Each of those, each of those does something different, and the problem is, is that people should not be going through just one of them they should be going through both of them but whistleblowers said that the main worry of the tsa in many places now is speed and getting people through the checks and when
0: you speed them up you don't catch as much stuff as you should every t- i read over the i guess maybe over the weekend i read something that you know how they test the tsa and and try and get certain items through on purpose
1: 95
0: 95%. 95% yeah you heard that too not 5% 90 95 95% they miss, they miss. it's unbelievable yeah. Um, but, by the way, don't ever travel with Sweet Baby James. You know How many years have you known Sweet Baby James? Uh, as long as I've known you. He has on his back a sign that says, Wand Me. And that means everybody with him gets wanded and padded down. I don't know what it is. He There's never been a time where he doesn't get the full-on wanding. I always get worried when I'm out
1: on the trail and I have all my gear with me. Yeah. And they just wave me through and I think, oh, you really didn't look in that x-ray did you why well, just because it's a lot of electronics, a lot of wires, and oh, a lot of true. stuff, and it just seems to me that that
0: deserves a second check. You you, you look like the boy next door, for crying out loud. I yeah, mean, well, uh, I, that is just up here look on like, Capitol it, Hill. It, almost, I get, it looks like Boy Scout is, is no. tattooed on your forehead.
1: Uh, no, no. It's like they at the campaign events, people think
0: I'm the campaign worker, not the reporter, yes. Uh, Neil Bortz writes me today, and he, he declares, I am not filling in for Herman Cain anymore. Really? Really? And I said, why not? He goes, they don't want to pay me They, want, they don't want to ask him to. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, you can you can fill in here. We're not going to pay you much here. Uh, Jamie, we appreciate it. The we'll see you a, in where are we on, the, on the trade vote tomorrow. See you, Sean. All right, man. 800-941-SEAN is our number. Hey, listen, wouldn't it be great if you're buying and installing window treatments and it's so simple and easy that afterwards you just feel like going out for dinner and a movie? Well, thanks to Blinds.com, they're going to pay for that if you purchase $299 worth of blinds and shades and shutters and drapes, all the designer names. Well, they're going to give you Blinds.com a $100 dinner and two movie tickets. It's that easy. And at Blinds.com, you get designer names, stylish, uh, window treatments. They're fast. They're easy. You get free color samples. You get free shipping. You get free design consultation. And you won't have the hassle of buying window treatments in a store. And if you fire up your webcam, your iPhone, your iPad, guess what? A Blinds.com decorator on the other line is going to be there waiting for you, looking at your decor, and help you pick the perfect blind shade shutters and drapes. And what other company that you do business with does the CEO write you and say, is everything okay? Well, that's what they do at Blinds.com. So right now, you get all the big designer names in blind shade shutters and drapes. And when you spend $299 or more... Well, you're going to get a $100 dinner and two movie tickets. And don't forget, at Blinds.com, their prices crush the prices you'll find in stores. Blinds.com. 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 Three hours a day is all we ask on The Sean Hannity Show. So please join us, but just don't be late. Sean Hannity is on.